Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. All right, yeah, well, welcome back. Passion for Craft podcast episode number. Um, we are uh, talking about doors today, and the, the question of the day is, what should a door cost? And I believe we've got um, Brent is airing his grievances, so bring out your metal poles um, with some with some comments that oh, have been made. That's a on Seinfeld his. reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Festivus. Yeah, I mean, so basically, I shot a video at where I tore apart a door. Basically, I I I went to the big box store and I bought the cheapest door possible. It's about ninety dollars. Do you want to throw a big box store under the bus? No. And um, it was it was. Uh, <laughs> Um, not hung in a jam, which would have made it uh, 160 bucks. Okay, so the jam costs the same price to the door. Clue to how cheap the door is. I was just like, what does an $80 door cost? And what do you what do you get for it? And so I took it apart, and it was basically a masonite, you know, hard cardboard shell with an imprint of wood in it. And on the inside was nothing except some styrofoam things and a very thin wood core around the outside. You mean there was air in there? Oh yeah. Okay, so now it looked like a six panel door, but it was a pressed sheet, okay? It made it look like a raised panel door. And my rant was like, look, builder grade is the cheapest grade. It drives me crazy. It, it, that's wrong. It'd be like the doctor grade was the cheapest stuff. It's or like the, worst you know, medicine. the engineer's <laughs> grade, you know, was is the, is the worst thing. And Least so, amount of metal, yeah. Um, and so, you know, you're, you, one that bothers me as a, as a builder mm -hmm. and as a craftsman, like the builder grade should be the best grade, um, the professional grade, right? But it's not. It's the worst grade. And so uh, bugs me, number one. Mm -hmm. um, two, you know, I got all these comments uh, on, on my YouTube page. I'm going to read some of them so we can talk about why are you laughing? It's just really funny. One that you've printed out your comments. <laughs> Does that be showing my age? <laughs> <laughs> Six pages of the comments. The son is enjoying laughing at the dad. That's I'm just, what, that's I'm just really excited here. to hear what these people have to say. If you're like, ah, they don't get it. Anyway, okay. Let's yeah, this is going to be interesting. Boy, you really <laughs> found that funny. Um, okay, so the first comment was that the average duration of home ownership in the U.S. He said, what's the average duration? Somewhere between five and 15 years. Builder grade materials have come to reflect this trend, and yes, it's very unfortunate, but the average homeowner just doesn't care anymore about whether their home is gonna last several generations. Uh, they will be out in a few years. The cheap, crappy doors will still be good enough shape to sell the house. The next owner can replace them, repeat the cycle. I've seen that. I've seen that mentality a lot. Yeah. Uh, people and, and, are- and, and it becomes one of the uh, uh, biggest uh, pushbacks to building well. The average home ownership is five to 15 years. So what does it matter? It's almost like the average home, homeowner thinks like a slumlord. It's like- well, it's it's gonna be there. It's, yeah. it's gonna operate. It's gonna do its yeah. job. I'm still gonna and make the my money back. The next guy's gonna have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. And I've seen that mentality a lot, even in my line of work, where I'm like, I'll come in and, you know, we've replaced doors before with, um, you know, doors that are just solid core melamine and stuff like that, or particle board rather. And uh, they'll mention stuff like that where it's like, well, I don't want to do 
this part of the house because those are still you know operable but the ones over here that are falling apart let's just do those for now and maybe this is the wrong way of looking at it but it does beg the question of like what are you paying for in a house right if this is one of the most expensive purchases that we buy in our lives and ideally it's meant to last and last long what are you paying for nowadays in a house that's built with like these air for doors we've got um, windows that fall apart after 11 years. We've got uh, cabinets that fall off the walls. That something that's happened to me. So, like, what what do you do for? You know, what are you paying for? I guess is it wow. Well, I mean, let me just. I'm, my mind's being blown. I guess one other point of reference is for people who, who don't know. You know, that's the cheapest door, eighty dollars. Okay? okay, you can you can buy a slab door for 150 bucks, 200 bucks. And the slab is just a straight up slab of wood that yeah, has been but, cut into but a door shape. With the with, with a particle board center, right? Something oh, okay. that's that's solid core. It's a door without the jam. Yeah. The slab. And so um and then you get into big box stores also have a raised panel pine door, okay? A solid wood door. Um and then you get into And that's the first level of true solid wood. Is that 2 300 yeah. Level door. And then you get into true style doors, which are all MDF and they're a company that makes, that makes doors in any different style configuration. Um, and th th that's six to $800. And then you get into a custom door, which is, you know, 1200 and up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's the world, right? $80 is the cheapest. And then, you know, 1200 is the most. <clears throat> No, well, twenty five hundred or more. I mean, you can spend a lot of money on on in custom interior doors. Mm -hmm. The way I respond to that person is not to sit there and go, you know, you've got to have great doors in your, in your house because the problem is is that we've got a a system of building in America where we're at sixty five percent home ownership of America. No other country has that level of home ownership, mm -hmm. and because you have that, you know, when we went when the when the Industry introduced production building in the 40s with and 50s with William Levitt and all the different production builders. Home ownership went from 40% to 60%. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, that, you know, increase in market share meant that houses became much cheaper. Okay? So, what would home ownership be in another? Like what's a comparable? I mean, we're at sixty. What's a comparable? Is forty comparable to another country? Or are we I'd have to look it up, but okay. I suspect in England it's. I'll look it up. Less quick. than fifty percent. That's great. Yeah. So you know, there's there's countries like in in China where you know they own apartments that no one owns a single family home on their own lot with a backyard. I mean, in major cities in China. Yeah. The, yeah. the, re the reason you see all those high rises is because that's where everybody's living. Right. And so. Um, it's, it's, it's a uniquely American phenomenon, right? And so we have so much land and it, it's just the way the cities and sprawl cars and everything mm -hmm. else allow that. So I'm not sitting there saying that, you know, everybody's got to put a great door in their house, but it's also troubling that doors have become so cheap and such a, <laughs> such a waste that they are, you know, styrofoam and air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's cheaper, 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 cheaper until a house. And I had one guy's comment. He goes, he goes, I actually like that the doors are cheap because it means I can go in and replace them and change the style up uh, whenever I like. Mm. And it doesn't cost very much. Who does that? And I was just like, I go, like you're like you're treating it like a paint color? Like you're mm. just trading it out like, like that? Is that what we're going to? So for an apprentice who's like, hey, that's a good thing, right? I don't think it is. I think it's kind of dumb if your house has a consistent theme and then you're trying to like swap it out for a different thing. I, I don't get it personally, but like, let's just play devil's advocate here to teach someone why that's a bad idea. What, what would you share with them? That, that that's like, don't change your door outs because fill in the mic. I think if 
that door is not something you change out. It's mm-hmm. a timeless piece. You mm-hmm. know, it's a it's a part of the house. Yeah. You know, it's a member of the house. It's like you said, it's not like a paint it's color. It's like changing a wall out, basically. I guess I freak out because I, I look at it historically. One mm-hmm. of the things I did in the video says, that, look, here's a door from 1900, 1920, okay, yeah. 100 years ago. It was, you know, solid wood, you know, there's no, what even plywood. It was solid wood, uh, you know, true joinery, style and rail construction, moving, moving panel. And, and I'm like, you know, this was something that can last hundreds of years mm-hmm. in a house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, versus something that won't. And so when we look at things historically, this framework that looking in the past, they would never have done that. And now we're doing this, you know, we really are heading towards a world where everything's disposable, where our houses are disposable. And you think about the the carbon footprint of the of all the work that goes into a house and the fact that, it, you know, is, and maybe I, this is the question, if homeownership, if we only live there in five, 15 years, are homes going to a direction where it seems crazy for me to even say that, but you treat it like a car, mm-hmm. you know, you have it and it runs for, for a while and then you <laughs> yeah. throw it away, right? Yeah. It ends up in the junkyard and it gets a scrap heap and then, you know, is that where we're going? Mm-hmm. Because that's not the way we used to be. If we're talking about what, what should a door cost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There, there is a reality out there that is fraught with problems in my mind. It's, it's just that in order to build a house so that most people can live in it, they end up becoming cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to the point that it becomes disposable. That door is not something that you can make in your shop, right? Um, and so- You're not gluing the foam pieces to the, yeah. <laughs> Hot gluing the yeah. foam. Oh, I save a bunch of uh, big gulp cups and I just put them in my doors. <laughs> that that's how you divide them. Yeah, right? or you know, the factory to press melamine with the wood grain into it, you know, so that you can get the your skin fine on the glue outside. polymer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never liked that. Yeah. So like the six panel doors yeah. with the wood grain pressed yeah. into it. Yeah. I always thought, and I've had those doors in my houses that I've lived in. And it always just infuriated me. You know what me. drives me crazy? Look at all the wood in here. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. there's oak, there's cherry, there's there's every kind of wood in here. Nothing has the wood grain like that. Yeah. Right? It's like raised up too. You could feel it. Like it's so yeah. thick. It's yeah. like trying too hard to look it's, like wood. It's like they sandblasted the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's it's really. Um, what are they copying? Is it pine? Is that they're like? There's nothing that there's looks not like a real wood. <laughs> no, nothing real wood. they're copying. It's so it's weird. A, it's a weather. It's almost like a weathered wood look. It's, yeah. it's just, it's not real. The grain is it's so raised up. Not, if we're talking about what should a door cost, okay, we also should talk about what, is, what should a door look like, yeah. right? A door should look like it's made from something real. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, another comment. The sad truth is, God, you got me self-conscious about printing these out. It's just funny. It's uh, funny. I the, love it. The sad truth of our time, nobody has time for money for crap or read it slow. The sad truth of our time, nobody has time or money for craftsmanship. Okay. That is a direct challenge at all three of us. Yeah. Right? No well, one has time for craftsmanship. What do you what do you how do you respond to that? I mean that I hear that all the time. And I feel like it is the money, which is like probably the leading factor that I hear about is like, well, you know, it's it's just cheaper to do it this way. So of course I'm going to save money, right? And then I, no time is everyone's excuse for everything. But I mean, I've asked the, the same question before and you guys have said, you know, do you, what do you want out of the world? Like, do you want Taco Bell everywhere or do you want great quality things that are beautiful to look at? So the time and money thing I think is like, I, I give you a good example. Uh, Dave Rogers, a Windsor yeah. guy, his dad worked at 
a lumber yard and they made these doors that cost ten thousand dollars they're entry doors to homes this is up in the northeast i forget exactly where but he worked in this lumber yard and he was the only one selling those doors in that lumber yard and the other salesmen came up to him and were like wait how are you you selling these doors like like what's going on like no no one's gonna buy these doors and Mm -hmm. he's like they're buying them like they're yeah. buying them he's like you wouldn't buy them because you're not building a four million dollar house mm-hmm. they're buying them because they are so it, it's it's just like it's almost like a liberating moment when you realize like whoa other people have more money than me mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah and those people who have that money who are willing to pay for the craft they're not they're not really investing time Maybe they're just investing time waiting for you to build it versus yeah. going to big box and buying the styrofoam totally. door. You can have 20 of those right now, whereas like 20 real doors that are built out of wood, mm-hmm. style and rail, um, mortise and tenon. Well, we also that's going to take about, a long time. We talked about the production house building too. And I don't know, average time it takes you to complete a house, but we know that you do one house in the amount of time that a production builder can get 600 houses done, right? I mean- <laughs> it, it is there is a difference there is something that you're waiting on which i mean goes to your point yeah you're gonna wait for i like using the example of the steak because you're gonna wait for a some a chef to prepare a steak it's gonna be so good versus yeah. just like you said drive through talk no, about I, I like mm-hmm. that i like that analogy and and you think about like going to neiman marcus okay and i go into that store and i'm like who would pay for this stuff mm-hmm. but obviously you know a lot of people pay for this <laughs> stuff and so for me to go in there and go yeah. How could you charge that much for a shirt? Well, because they're selling a lot of shirts that cost that much, yeah. right? And so I think there's <clears throat> these realms we get into that we're comfortable, the amount where that we're paying in that realm. Yes. And here's what a shirt should cost. And then you go there and a shirt costs $500. You're like, who would pay $500 for a shirt? Well, a lot of people do. And so maybe they're just experiencing, you know, and the reason I'm freaking out is like, $80, a lot of people would pay more than that and they just don't know. Well, a lot of people don't understand the value of that shirt and maybe it has like a better cotton or maybe mm-hmm. a thread count no or doubt. whatever. Stuff, no I don't I don't get into fashion yeah. or anything. I just get paint all over my clothes and rip well, my stuff. Great. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's the same thing with the with the door. People don't get it. They're just yeah. like, it's a, it swings, it operates. Who, what do you, what do you, why are you ranting? You know, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? It's yeah. a door, right, but right. they don't get it. And I think our objective is to make people get it. Oh, you totally. To- completely. And, but that, but that's what I'm saying. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't phrase it right. Everybody is not unwilling to spend time or money, but those are two of people's most valuable resources For that sure. they are going to spend with the most discretion. Yeah. Right. So when you've got a comment like that, I'm like, yeah. And especially representing my apprentices out there, I get that comment because if you are uneducated on in like what's going on, you could look at the the wood grain of a, you know, made up wood grain and be like, oh, look at this fine wood grain, Um, especially (laughs) if it's in a flooring and you're like, I have no idea that, you know, it's probably just plastic. So I, I think there's when you look at two of those things side by side, you look at hardwood floor and then you look at like a plastic floor. And so I lived in an apartment that had this nice like plastic flooring. It was obviously fake wood grain. It was blue. It was a um, picture of wood. It was a picture of wood. It, it was a blue picture of wood. So, I mean, it was very clearly fake, but it was a smooth, consistent surface, right? Whereas you go to a hardwood floor. Like, I, I mean, the floor in here, beautiful old wooden floor, 
However, it is, uh, you know, uneven and cracked and other stuff. So for someone to not understand that, you would look at those two things and go, well, one's flat and then one's not. So obviously I want the flat one, not understanding the beauty that's provided from the other one. Does that make sense? So that's yeah, what, that's what I'm saying. Like with it. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. me as like the uneducated apprentice, I just want to vouch for this guy and go, he's right. These are the two resources. And without what you're saying, without our education in the process of like, yeah. we've got to explain why, why does the door matter? You know? So which, which do you have another comment about that? Well, you just kind of nailed it right there. It's the education. It's like swing, swing one of those doors in an opening and close mm-hmm. it. Like you could probably slam it and it would just catch the air and not even close. You right. Know? Or, right. you know, s- slam like an actual wooden door. It's going to just feel so much more solid. You'll hear it click and the latch catch. And mm-hmm. it just, it's so, it's awesome sounding, you know. Yeah. It just feels like a, a mechanically engineered, beautiful thing versus the the door that he opened up in his video yeah. was the opposite of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it goes to this, Sean's comment, education, okay? Education can go a long way and consumers will start caring. Consumers do value quality in other categories, which is what we were saying, yeah. and pay for it for automotive, cell phones, even appliances, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people will pay more for the Sub- Sub-Zero Wolf package as oh, opposed yeah. to the monogram package because mm. you know they're willing to pay for that. There's value yeah. in there for yeah. them. And it comes down to education, the reason why we're doing this podcast, the reason why I talked about opportunity. Like, yeah, yeah, but the opportunity. Now, I don't think there's an opportunity to put, you know, that cherry door in a track house, right? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is the thing that did I you was, say track house or crack house? Either, <laughs> either, either one. Question. Track. What is a track? Like oh, a track house. What is that? It's a production house. Okay. They're, they're, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the problem I get frustrated about is when they put that cheap door in a million dollar house. Mm. Okay. And, and then you're like, what, what are you doing? You it, could have afforded you, this. You could have, you know, you have, you know, you can afford a $10,000 front door, right? Why are mm-hmm. you putting in this cheap $80 door? Mm-hmm. And I think that comes back to that education piece. I can think that comes back to, and there's, a, a, you know, the biggest problem I see in building right now is the people that are building million, two million, three million dollar houses and basically getting a track house on steroids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just it is yeah. it's bigger, mm-hmm. right? There's more expensive materials inside. Yeah. In some cases, they're they're thrown around, you know, haphazardly, and it's just it's a mess. Yeah. Can you speak to that in, in terms of square footage? Because I know just Nally and I were looking to buy homes in Denver and we were looking at a, a thousand square foot house that was costing us a half a million dollars. So like what what's a million dollar house square footage wise to you? Well, in, in our market, yeah, right, um a million dollar house is probably gonna be a you know, four hundred three to four hundred thousand square foot house that's being built for three to $400 a square foot. So 300 times 400, 3,000 square feet times four is 1.2 million. So three three thousand square foot house. Yeah. Okay. That makes. Sorry, I was just trying that's to get. The, that's trying the, to get that'd consistent. Be the, that'd be the entry level for for a for a million dollar house. Yeah. Maybe twenty five hundred built at you know five hundred a square foot. I mean, you know, it's it's yeah. That'd be a, a really small million dollar house, but mm-hmm. there's but we, we well, can do that. And to y'all's point, the <laughs> are you trying to sell them? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, to y'all's point. Um, 
you're saying that a more beautiful house, out of those two houses, right, you've got a, let's say $10 million house with every single one of the doors is MDF door, except for the front door, which is like, you know, makes it look great. But you're saying value-wise, out of those two houses, the better house is the $1 million house that has done everything correctly and is maybe 2,500 square feet and has spent the money to no, properly- no, no, no. What I'm saying yeah. is, is that the million dollar house or more that has these cheap doors in it, because yeah. that, you know, that goes back to the builder who's just cheating the game, who, mm-hmm. who's just, who's just playing tricks and is, uh, you know- Really cheating the owner. Cheating, no, totally yeah. cheating the market, it, 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 and 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 so you know if you go into these you know homes of dreams uh, things, the parade of homes things that are happening around the country, thing, a lot of those houses are built by builders who don't know what they're doing, okay, yeah. and who think if they throw a lot of molding at it, if they think that they throw uh, fancy exterior detail at it, they think that they throw a tower and a and a and or five towers, and you know, and believe me, they're out there. And they do all these, it looks like Disneyland, mm-hmm. that it will sell for more, okay? <clears throat> and sometimes it does. Because it looks like Disney. Because it, <laughs> because it looks like... Um, it looks it, good, but it's it, not. It's, it's impressive, yeah. okay? It's like it's like um, maybe a quarter pounder, right? That You're like, dang, that's a huge burger, yeah. right? Or whatever the thing is. Bigger is better. Right, bigger is better. And so... I think that we talked about this before, but you pay for a television, okay, mm-hmm. uh, with 8K or whatever thing, and that market is pretty, you know, you're paying for specs, okay? Yeah. And the problem is that you can't play that game with, because you if you spend $10,000 on a TV, you've got a good TV, right? right? Mm-hmm. If you spend a million dollars in a house, it doesn't mean you have a good house, mm-hmm. because there are tricks and crap that's going on in the market that... That um, if you don't know, if you're not educated, yeah. you'll look at that door and go, yeah, there's a six-panel door. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's what doors are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, 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 no. You don't realize what doors are, okay? Right. That's not a door Yeah, is, yeah. My, is my deal. Well, it's like selling a uh, an 8K advertised advertised 8K TV that does like 360p. Yeah, you know? totally. It's like, and no one's the wiser. They're right. just like... It's flashy, and a lot of people don't know what they're looking at. Right. Look how it's big just, the screen is, right? Well, or, and there there are a few companies that do that. Like, and I don't know if this is like bad, but TCL is a company, is a like TV company that makes big TVs, but does not do them to the same quality of Sony or Samsung, right? Oh, that, for sure. And, yeah. And you know, the bigger is better. You think that <laughs> you definitely fall into that trap, but you're right. Those TVs don't cost 8K. Right, those TVs cost two three hundred dollars. The price they reflect the, the quality price that's reflects in it. the price. So, so yeah. here's the question: Really, more to you. How do you educate your client to to pick a better door, or to or to do better, or to to do more? Well, I think um, giving them the options of like what's available, like saying like, look. Here's here's a hollow core door, like the one you ripped apart. You don't want to do that because X, Y, and Z, the stuff we just talked about. Here's this door, you know, this is kind of the middle of the road. Then here's me building a door for you, what this is going to cost. So here you're, you know, let's forget about this one. Like I'll try to steer them away from that one. But here's the difference between these two. But you you're, know? you're educating through giving information, right? Yeah. And, and you're yeah. educating by saying, here's the spectrum. Yeah. You know, just like I did with the, here's doors. Here's what they yeah. cost, right? Yeah. And so, um, 
If we don't do that, yeah. okay, if because I can hear this builder in my head, well, you can't afford that, or or, or that's a waste of money, right? Or you know, you, you know, why would you spend your money there? Oh, I don't like that. And, yeah, and, and so they, a lot of builders take on they take on this because the architect has been the designer, the designer is doing the design stuff. Their job is to build the house for as cheap as possible. Mm -hmm. So they take this mantra and they go forward and they end up shooting down all these different decisions because, well, you don't want to pay for that. Right. Because I can get it cheaper somewhere else or whatever the thing is. And mm -hmm. they're not educating their client. They're right. not, they're not saying, okay, let's carefully go through each of these decisions that you'd have. Let's mm -hmm. talk about windows. Let's mm -hmm. talk about doors. Yeah. Let's talk about roofs. Let's talk about exterior cladding. Right. And so, so you are educating, right? And we're mm -hmm. and builders aren't educating. It, it, I think is part of the problem. So I'm the apprentice here. I was writing down <clears throat> all of the types of doors that you were saying. I don't know if I would be able to tell them from each other. So I know I can kind of use some some weighted. I can weigh the door and be like, okay, right. Can you help me as a novice to this understand? what I'm looking at at each level of door, okay? So you're saying we've got a big box store door, the one that you tore apart in the video. What's a good identifier for that door? You give me like three things, so. I think the weight is a dead giveaway. Lightweight is a dead yeah. giveaway? The weight. Okay. The, yeah, I mean, um, it, it weigh, you know, 16 pounds versus okay. versus a style rail door that's solid wood that would weigh 30 pounds. Okay, so the weight on that would weigh lighter weight. Any other big identifiers that would help with that? It's well, hollow, you, knock on it, it's you hollow. You hollow and you can push on the, the skin and see the skin you know, move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you, you also, where you have style and rails come together, there's yeah. there's no line there. Like okay. Usually when two, well, always when two pieces of wood come together, there's that that joint line, you know. You can look at all these panels yeah. and stuff. The, On those, yeah. you're not going to have that. You so know? No, no joint line where two pieces of wood should come together. <laughs> yeah. You need to see joint. Okay, that's a I great mean, identifier for that one. I mean, you know, it's a it's, it's, some, it's something you're looking yeah. for. It's identifier. We're and this. Sorry, we're a podcast. Our goal is to educate people. There are people like me out there who listen to this thing. So why not us share with them like kind of the things that they're looking for. So yeah. for the MDF door, right? That's the next level up. We kind of said that there's an $80 door with the the one that you opened up. Then the MDF one is kind of that next level down. It's this $160 door. What is What are some identifiers there for that one? Well, that one is also going to be pretty heavy because MDF okay. is extremely heavy? heavy. Yeah. So it will be a little heavier. So what are some of the giveaways for that well, one? 160. If you go to Home Depot or Lowe's right now, you can get a six panel wood pine door for about 160 bucks. So what's wrong with it? Well, they only come in one style. There's a six panel, you know. Got it. Okay. Right? So that's so, what, that is what yeah, you get. You don't have a lot of variety in choice. But and in that's, that, and in that's the other thing is, is that the 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 variety and uh, styles of doors is going to be the, the less as mm -hmm. you go as it costs them because so, they were wanting to make it over and over and over right, again. Totally. And so that you know, just realize that that hundred sixty dollar six panel door that's pine is it you can get a good solid wood door you know from a big box store but you only get it in one style is that better than the mdf door that would be a similar price in a six panel it yeah is. i'm just against mdf i always have to go wood over mdf sweet so so the real wood pine door six panel door that's a good that's a good door so like if i'm a beginner homeowner and i really don't have a lot of money to spend 
that's the best option for me to go with. That's a good option. It's a good I, I, option. I would okay. say the better option yeah. would be to go to a sal architectural salvage yard and buy used wood doors. Great. That's that a great tip. Yeah. There are also. Um, that's a good option. There's also new doors that are, remember we talked about in a past episode about like where you're getting this wood and stuff. Yeah. There's lumber yards who have a lot more options yeah. as mm -hmm. far as doors too. So they will sell doors at some of these lumber yards. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's door plants even here locally yeah. who manufacture style and rail wood doors. And yeah. Yeah. They're, For good they're, prices. They're going to be more than be... that, that big box one. Uh -huh. But one thing I'll say about that big box one is if you get a door from a big box store that's six panel mm -hmm. and it's raised panel, it's wood, everything, and then you get one from these guys at Whole Millwork, you're gonna notice a difference because the the raised panels on, from theirs are gonna be a lot cleaner. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be crisp lines like yeah. we talked about with the moldings. Mm -hmm. And you're a lot of that pine is just really low grade pine. Yeah. And just yeah, it's just good. cheap. Like I notice yeah. it, like it's like I've tried painting it's them before. It's finger jointed underneath that skin. Yeah, and they're like real furry and like they're mm -hmm. not sanded. The finish yeah. is just horrible. You have to put a lot of work in it to make Great. it look good. Uh, yeah. that, that's super helpful information. Okay, so sweet. Yeah. So that's that's the next level up. And then if we're to if we're to level that up one further, what's the one after I missed one when I was writing down? You had kind no, of had a whole list of the MDF. Oh, you know, you're talking about the solid. So core, I'm saying we're solid after core it, slab. Door. So we had the solid core slab door. Is that yeah, the one the we were just talking? The hollow core door is the eighty. Okay. Yeah, the solid core slab door is is the one sixty. Okay. And that's the one we were just talking about. That six panel, yes. or go to the go to the salvage yard, or go to the the lumber yard, or the door plant. And then the MDF is after that. MDF would be after that, but y'all would still say as for like having a a good starter home that's being built right. Don't go with the MDF. Go with the step below it. I just for me personally, I would I don't like. MDF at all. So I I mean, I see the, the point of like the advantage of yeah. why someone would do that because someone like True Style can offer you all those designs and yeah. you're going to be smooth and paintable. But personally, I just, yeah, I I'm like conflicted it. by the, uh, the, the beauty versus uh, uh, quality thing. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I understand that MDF. I, I, it's a, it's not a good thing to be putting into our homes uh -huh. in my opinion, but, um, I also get a lot more styles <laughs> for, for, for the so cost. You have a more chance of diversifying your style. So, so it is a little bit of a tension with you. I thought this was actually going to be a clean and cut. No, don't go with that one. No, we, I mean, we, we do, you know, when we're trying to manage budgets for our clients, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And we have that exact conversation you were describing. We're educating yeah. them about what the opportunities are. And yeah. we'll say is MDF. It's cost about this much. Here's the problems. Here's the pros. Here's the cons. Here's what we can do. Yeah. Um, the next step up is custom, right? right. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of like twelve hundred and up. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. and, and and I suspect there's some custom guys that could probably make a custom door for eight nine hundred bucks. Okay. Um, but I think you're in that thousand dollar range yeah. and up. And you know you are getting uh, real wood. You're mm -hmm. getting you know a lot more flexibility as far as styles and as far as, you know, wood, wood quality MDF door is a paint grade door. You get into stain grade doors, you mm -hmm. get into other kind of things that you're looking for. And so, cool. you know, I, even as I'm saying this, I'm realizing that I'm getting to, you know, a more custom, you know, high end, high end product. Yeah. But, uh, I still, you know, is I still understand the whole spectrum. If I'm 
an entry level person. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, I'm not buying a production house. Okay. I'm going to go to buy, totally not. I'm going yeah. to buy a used house. Okay. Yes. And then I'm going to go get architectural salvage because the, of the quality of those products that are, that are available that were produced then that are still going to be around in a hundred years. Of course. Right. That, that, that's where I'm going. So, and so, and I mean, I just to this point, so what I'm hearing like entry level, go to the architectural salvage yard, go to these door plants, like go, go somewhere that is not the big box store, even though that is where the convenience lies. Don't, don't go there. Yeah, it, it I, seems to never be the answer, which is good. Yeah. I would, I there. would just, for me personally, I wouldn't even consider that six panel door from the big box store. You wouldn't consider it. Okay. No, I so wouldn't take consider that off the list. For because me I can get a comparable yeah. price at an at, architectural salvage yeah. yard or at one of these door plants. And you can get, different styles too. better styles probably too. not as many styles as those mdf ones yeah but, but better but um, some more the the only time i have used those doors in the past mm -hmm. is uh when i was working on a 1940s colonial revival mm -hmm. because colonial revival had this the six panel door is a colonial revival door is a colonial door yeah and so it fits our you know so I've used those pine doors. We paint them just so you know. Well, look, that that's super helpful information. I, I do feel like that kind of answers the question for those beginners out there who are like, cost? you know, yeah, what, what should a door cost? But then on top of that, you know, uh, what door should I be looking at if I'm going into it? And it seems that is not a massive expenditure. If you're buying a home, this is a 30-year investment that you're spending. You want it to be right. And I think we've all stayed in a house where there's, thin walls or you know you can hear everything that conversations happen on the other side of the door those don't come from these type of doors that we're talking about buying here because they're solid because they're, yeah they're and i think from my perspective that's why i keep saying me personally yeah is that i'm thinking like what would i put in my house mm -hmm. like and I, I can build the stuff myself yes so i'm like a little more like i have a little bit more liberty there mm -hmm. i think your approach is more from the client side yeah of like Hey, you know, here's how much this is going to cost. Here are your options. That's helpful. Because you're always working with someone's budget, you know, and I am too, but true. Um, true. It's my own. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sweat equity. I'm putting yeah. my own time in to build these doors. Well, That's that, makes, why. that makes a ton of sense. And, and on what a door should cost too, mm -hmm. I'm, I built this white oak door for my laundry room. Yeah. It's a historic style. I don't know what you would call it, but um, I'll show you a picture of it. All right. I, you might have seen the video. I don't know. But I saw the outside door you built. I didn't know you built a wide up door for your laundry room. Yeah, I'm on my third build door now. Oh, you are. So uh, it's the one with the interlocking half flap oh, miter joints. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that one cost me $600 alone just in the wood. Okay. That's not even touching it. Mm -hmm. Like I just bought the wood, $600. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot more expensive, you know, to get those doors. That's why when he's saying $2,500 for a door, custom door that doesn't sound crazy to me because yeah. i know what goes into it but from someone who can see like i can get an 80 dollars door at home depot you want 2500 totally it's like well hold on look what all goes into it mm -hmm. you know look in it would be cool and that was to, my hope no, with that exercise that's a good, that's a good uh right that, that, explain, explanation yeah because that's that's what i'm sitting here thinking is like well i mean why you know and that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It makes sense that it's a better quality door. It makes sense that it's a, you know, work takes time. Part of my problem as the master in this in this role is, um, is I have 
you know, I don't wear a tool belt anymore. I'm not, I'm not, you know, my guys buy the wood, my guys mill the wood, you know, and mm-hmm. so I, I'm not as hands-on as I used to be. And uh, I forget, you know, when you bring up that, you know, $600 just in materials, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't even include the hardware. That doesn't include the, you know, the, you know, the other things that go into oh, that. Yeah. And that even I get separated from the hands-on work. Totally. And, and, and sit there and go, I scoff at the $80 thing. And, you know, I, I'm like, you know, I'm, I tend to apologize for a $2,000 interior door, but then, but then I'll think about all the work that's gone into it, the design and everything else. I'm like, it's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah. And so. Oh, yeah. I, it's the same. It, it happens all the time. And, and the elevated quality that you're going to get from a custom build, something that is tailor-made to fit with the design and consistent theme of your house, that's, it's going to speak, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it speaks. I mean, we look at these things over here. We look at all the builds behind us is like, it shows. I mean, oh, it yeah. shows that there's an idea behind the house. It shows that there's a plan. It well, shows that and, there's. And then when you you copy a store precedent, like that French store there, uh-huh. on one side it's raised panel, on one side it's flat panel. Every mm. little panel mold inside of it is different. The panels are different between top and bottom. There's actually hand pegging that goes into it. There's just all of this work that yeah. goes into it. Now, where did we come up with this idea? Oh, we saw it in the past. We went to a French place and saw those different things. Right. And that's what a French store looked like from the 1820s. Okay. Uh-huh. And so we, we go back and we try to make it again. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it adds up. Yeah. Here's where you get into the education and you get into the you miseducation. Okay? okay. And so th- this, this guy says, I get where you're coming from, but molded doors are cheap, stable, and available in so many different styles to suit homeowner's choice. That they are go to that they are a go to for internal use in modern homes with seasonal forced air heating and cooling a real timber door which I think it means just a wood door can be the worst choice as the real wood is subject to shrinkage when it dries out can suffer from warpage when which then makes the homeowner really unhappy that they've spent a fortune on wood doors and not only and it won't close open and close properly. What's your so, response to that? Well, I don't think, especially wood in a climate-controlled environment like that, is not going to move that much. No. I mean, it's a natural organic, uh, you know, material. It's, it's going to move outside, a little bit, yeah. but MDF moves too. But the reason why we don't do stave car doors in the interior is because you've got a conditioned space. Mm-hmm. You've got, mm-hmm. I mean, most houses are between sixty-eight and seventy-two degrees, yeah. right, year-round. Humidity will change, but but not not that much that they would mm-hmm. move. And so here's miseducation going on, right? Here here's this guy throwing out some stuff, and if this guy's a builder, right, he's throwing out a comment that just isn't true. And so you know, and 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 so where Richard and I are talking about, you know, a, a door and why you would do this, and why we'd recommend doing this. He's actually steering them towards towards it, saying. You know, imagine you're the homeowner and your guy says, yeah, you don't want one of those doors. It's going to warp and twist and everything else. <laughs> and you're just like, wait a minute. And so mm-hmm. kind of so, frustrating. So help me understand that because y'all are seem to be on the same wavelength of like, it doesn't do that. Doesn't it? I mean, because I've Very seen minimally. wood warp. I've seen, you know, the space where, beneath where the fridge. Where have you seen wood warp? Not on the inside of a house. Well, underneath a refrigerator where the ice falls and melts and then... Okay, it's so you, yeah, you, you, you've got. <laughs> but but I'm seeing, yeah. I'm hearing that I'm like, all right, rain hits the side of a house. Is the door not going to shift around? And not maybe on, I'm just playing not devil's advocate. Interior, interior door. door. No, not an interior door. But is he specifically He's only talking about interior? interior doors? And he's saying, oh, interesting. He's saying the go-to for internal use is because you want a door that is not going to move. Now, 
who knows what condition he's mm-hmm. come under that he would have made a comment like that. Maybe he had a nightmare experience right. or something you know, maybe, from a bad maybe, meal or yeah, something. Maybe, right? And yeah. so you're like, okay, well, he's never going to use a wood door again because mm-hmm. he had a bad experience. But, um, you know, if our if our role on this podcast is to raise the quality of pa- yeah. uh, the passion for craft, this function, right, that, that this guy's complaining against, it, you know, becomes one of the challenges for us because not only do you have to build something that's well crafted, well made, it's beautiful, it, it it's it needs to it needs to last, yeah. right? It needs to perform. Yeah. You know, cost and function have become this thing that we no longer build beautiful things, we no longer have beautiful things because they're too expensive, which is the original comment. They're too yeah. expensive. And uh, you know, no one no one wants to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's at one, it's not true, but it's it's the it's the I mean, that right there gets to the heart of our challenge and what we have yeah. to overcome. Yeah. It's just simply a wrong statement. I would say the pinnacle of an interior door is a custom built wood door with style and rail joinery. Mm-hmm. I would say that's like top of the mountain. Yeah. Anything lower than that is settling for less, but, and that it's okay if you have to settle for mm-hmm. less. I mean, maybe the budget isn't there to, to get the best of the best, but as a passion for craft, I am reaching for that top of the mountain, yeah. you know? So it's not like, I, I understand that not everyone is going to be able to afford that, but, uh, yeah. at the same time, that's not true because if it's constructed by a craftsman who knows what they're doing, it's, it's, I mean, wood is going to move. There's no question about it, but MDF moves as well. Yeah. You know, it's a material that you're basically making into like a fake wood. Right. And it's going to move with, I mean, metal. Yeah. Metal moves. Yeah, totally. So that's not a good argument in my opinion. Um, and it's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and the other thing, you know, to your point, right. Custom, custom all the way. Okay, let's say, you know. Money, no object. <laughs> yeah, money's no object. You go custom all the way. But let's say money is an object and Which you go. Which it is to yeah. pretty much all well, of us. Well, let's say you go on the on the lighter end of custom building. And let's just be generous. What what would you all say is on the lighter end of custom pricing? So well, you said I mean, you're, you're, you could do it for 1200 maybe. Oh, you could probably do it for eight or 900 Here, Here's the deal. But, um, hold on, let me just get to the point. Because basically... We have 14 doors in y'all's house here, right? There's 14 doors in that house. Basically, is it not worth it to spend that amount of money, which is a fraction of the whole house? I know it's a lie. I know it can seem... What I'm going to say is is that when you get in, you're off that top level and you're coming down. You know, Let's say it's a half million dollar house. Yeah. You are making compromises and making decisions in my mind, you know, throughout that on all that house, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the kind of roof that you can put on, the kind of stone you can put on the outside, if it's even stone. And interior doors may be a piece of that, yeah. but probably at that level, interior doors, you know, you're not going to be able to afford a custom door or you wouldn't want to spend the money on a custom door because it's not bang, bang for the buck. Oh, yeah. You'd rather put a good window in. You'd rather put a good roof on it. You'd rather put a good stone on the outside. So fight or, for the exterior first and after you've well, had it fight for 10 years. You're going you're gonna to build a set of of, of, of standards, of, of things that you're going to want to obtain. Cool. And, and so you're, it's all going to be this this balancing of trying to make the best decisions yeah. that are going to bring the most long-term value. And it may not be in interior doors. I don't think interior doors are going to be on that top five list yeah. at that thing. Um, that's, I, that, I think that's I helpful. That's cool. Yeah. So the other thing I'd say about education is, you know, going back to the Neiman Marcus thing, I, I, I think about, um, 
a shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you spend five hundred dollars on a shirt? Well, if you you know you can buy a shirt at Target for you know or Walmart for ten bucks. Yeah, nineteen dollars, right? And then and then what's the next step up? Then you go to. Uh, Target, Banana Target? Republic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walmart and yeah. Target, Target, and then then, uh, then maybe go to Costco, yeah. And you're spending thirty dollars, and then you go to you know Banana J. Crew, Republic, Banana, J. Crew, Crew, yeah. You know you're paying eighty dollars, and then you go to uh, you know I don't know. You're uh, probably net. You're probably getting close to the Neiman Marcus level, right? And so the, so so you keep going up. Now I'm buying shirts in the you know fifty to one hundred and fifty dollar level. I've mm-hmm. never spent five hundred dollars on a shirt. But maybe I just don't know. Maybe uh-huh. it's, that's where my education, right? I don't understand right. the craftsmanship that's going into it. I don't understand the better materials. I don't understand the name brand appeal. I right. don't understand those things. And so I, lo- I look at all this and I, and I just I bring that up because, yeah. you know, there are areas where I need to be educated. And, and I'm still not choose to buy a $500 shirt once I understand it. Yeah. But we want to give our client the opportunity to understand what's in that totally. before mm-hmm. they do that. And that makes it totally from the dream and master level. Like, that's the role is to in, engage with the client who probably is sitting more like me right? and probably just has no idea what that maybe a little more than me. No, I'm an idiot. No, so uh, anyway, but that's... Um, I think that's a super helpful thing. So wrapping up, uh, kind of final conclusions. Um, what should a door cost? Final question for you guys. High end, twenty five hundred and up. That's hardware, everything. Okay. Um, All in, higher end, twenty five hundred up. Yeah, and then the low end is that eighty one. So I think that one's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time we're telling clients if, if I'm budgeting a job for a client. Um, I start at six hundred dollars for an interior door. Okay. So I mean, and that that and we go up from there. Yeah. But, I mean, I've found out from some of the high end designers we're working for, you you can spend twenty five hundred dollars on the hardware. Oh wow. Well. I mean, you know, it can be. You can get. It. You can get way up there just it's on the hardware. Yeah. I I mean, for me here, after what I've learned today, I feel like I've learned a lot today. Um, I I feel like this is super helpful. And after today, swearing off big box store doors in general. <laughs> I, I just don't think it makes sense, right? Our work, I, our work is done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, it really just, it doesn't make sense to me why you would spend that money on that where you can spend double, right? Yeah. 80 to $160. And I'm assuming that the antique door people, um, I can get a salvaged door, um, for around that 160 number, which is that accurate or less. Or 50, less? Okay. $50. Well, look, if that's my options, if I've got that and I've got a door plan, Man, I'm taking that play every time. I just value the longevity of it. That for, so for me, I'm swearing off the big box store. That, that that's me out on the Lowe's, Home Depot door buy. Even the you know six panel whatever. It just makes. I don't see why it makes sense after what I've learned today to buy that door when I could buy a better made one. Right? Is that not? I don't know. Yeah, that makes so sense that, to me. That's uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. So, if, closing thoughts. Is there any final uh, final words? Feel like uh, wraps up today. I would say uh, like everything. It's all going to depend on your budget. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like, man, I'm I'm going with these MDF doors. So, man, I'm not, I don't have a passion for craft. <laughs> like, no, that's <laughs> not the point. Yeah, the point is that uh, just do the best you can with what budget you have based off what we've shared with you today. You know, mm-hmm. if you can double it up, it's been for you. It sounds like it's, you can spend twice as much versus uh-huh. that big box door. 
There you go. You know, or, that's or it's the just level more worth it, right? Yeah. In my mind, the calculation there is not just I want to spend double. In my mind, the calculation oh, no, is it's going to break down after ten years anyway. Why not buy a twenty-year door yeah. for double the price, or a hundred-year door for double price? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the change would be like that. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So just cons- I mean, consider what we said and um, make the best decision based off that. But that's about what doors cost. Yeah. Final thoughts. Well, I'm just thinking about, you know, just these resources we're hoping to provide for people. And I'm thinking about Patreon and one of the one of the things that we'll be providing that in that you know middle section, the journeyman section is the library and, you know, cutting away how to build doors, you know, styles of doors, you know, history of doors and things like yeah. that. There will be some good information coming up over the next year that should be uh, very helpful. Awesome. Well, once again, thanks for listening in and uh, hope you have a passion for craft.